Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. No, I think it's his Sharona, which actually you can't own anybody, so, you know, that's wrong, but it's a fun tune. Uh, this reminds me of Reality Bites. Cecil, did you ever see Reality Bites? Uh, my own Reality Bites of Death. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, it's a smash hit movie starring Winona Ryder, Ethan Hawke. It's about some youngsters just finding their truth after college. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and there's a dancing scene mm. where they dance in a Seven Eleven. There's a dancing scene. Where they dance to <laughs> My Sharona. It's very fun. Oh, yeah? It gives me pleasure. Well, that's good, Boo. <laughs> How about you, Boo? Hi, Boo. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. Long time. Yeah, how you been? I ain't seen you in a while. I <laughs> so weird. Boo, I'm tired. You're tired? I'm a tired lady. Why? Because uh, I've been, you know, doing a bunch of shit. Oh, my God. Boo, you have been so productive. Like in yeah. the last, like for two or three weeks straight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ever since the painting. Uh-huh. The painting really turned me around to, oh, we can actually live in a nice space. Uh-huh. Huh. How would that feel? And let me tell you, it feels good. Feels good. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's hard. I'm becoming like into it. Uh-huh. Like I, I measure things now. I hear you. Well, I'm more detailed when it comes to design. So now I am checking in with my designer that I'm not paying, uh-huh. but is, who is an angel from God. Who's that, your friend Liz? Liz. Yeah, Liz. You guys have been on the phone a lot. Yeah, we've been on the phone. We've been, we've, been doing, we've been doing meetings via Zoom. I've been taking pictures of almost every wall. This morning uh, when I got up, you were on the phone with her, and you guys are detailed because oh. y'all were talking about how to place the books. Inside like, the shelves like of Like which yeah. books should go where. Yeah. That's thorough. Listen, that's not me. That's Liz. Uh-huh. Liz is a detailed person. Listen, all of this is Liz. I am, I am merely but a drone moving furniture and making furniture. I make furniture now. Boo. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, one thing I've noticed. <laughs> uh-oh. Last couple of weeks, you've been working so hard. You've been painting. You've been reorganizing. Uh, the last few days, you've been putting building furniture. I know. Or p- assembling furniture. I'm yeah. Not, you know, you're not a carpenter. You're not out there with just a slab of wood. I mean, but, but man, do I, do I have some respect for goddamn carpenters? Yeah. Jesus. You could. Dude. But I've noticed with all this work, like okay. you've really been working. Yeah. And like a, like a construction worker. Yeah. And you've kind of, I don't know if you've noticed, but you've kind of taken on the energy of like a blue collar dude. Like, you've just got this extra swagger. You're cussing more. Yeah. I, okay. You just, you've got this swagger of, like, 
like a blue collar person, like Wait, someone who. Give me an example. I, I can't put my finger on it, but you just got this like, what's up, dude? Vibe oh, yeah. Like, I'm what's faster up? with my. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, what? Hi. What do you need? Why? Yeah. What? You're just. You're, yeah. You're short and you're focused. <laughs> and I just keep waiting for you to like start smoking cigarettes. Oh, I can't or, wait. You know, start I, well, I telling did me buy racial jokes boat. or something. I, I bought a, not a tool boat, a tool belt. You bought a tool belt? I bought a tool, tool belt. You are just, you're turning into just this uh, I'm amazing. I'm Tim the tool man. Yeah. You're just I'm Katie a, the tool woman, Taylor. It's really funny. But seriously, like your energy. Okay. You've got more testosterone. That's it. That is it. The same way guys, you know, when they get older or whatever, isn't that a thing like estrogen? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they produce you more You guys estrogen. become more sensitive. Yeah. Thank God. You and then girls got, become, I don't give a fuck. You've, you've had more <laughs> testosterone this week. Yeah, like I, I was have. afraid you were going to punch me or something. <laughs> I was a little, like, I didn't mean to be aggressive, mm-hmm. but as a builder uh-huh. that I am, yeah. um, in the midst of building uh-huh. our beautiful TV stands that I got off of Amazon, um, I'll be in the middle of it. Like, I'll be in it, you know? I'll be looking at the stupid cutout thing, and I'll be thinking, okay, where's the hammer and the screw? And then you'll be like, hey, boo. And that's why I'm like, yeah, because I'm staring at the thing. I don't want to lose concentration. Yeah. So I see why guys do that now. Mm -hmm. Because tone and all that goes out the window when you're building, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm just a builder. I keep waiting for you to, like, hang up, like, a (laughs) snap-on tools uh, calendar of of chicks and bikinis. (laughs) Yeah. I want boots. I want construction boots. <laughs> oh, man. And a cooler. Yeah. Oh. Bringing your lunch in a cooler. Oh, my gosh. Just eating tomato sandwiches. <laughs> Drinking Dr. Pepper. I do. And I even sit like a guy. Like, I kind of, <laughs> like, just my legs are out, and slouching. I, the last two days, uh, <laughs> explain what you've done. Oh, wow. Um, yes, and you've spent about wow, eight, or, wow. eight to ten okay. hours on each uh, project. I did. Okay, so most people, by the way, this would take normal humans probably an hour. Uh-huh. But I purchased a TV cabinet, the same one twice. Yeah, you ordered two of them, <laughs> identical. Ordered, yeah, and that wasn't an accident mm-hmm. because I was going to push them together so it looks like one mega TV cabinet, yeah. which, thank God it worked out. That which, was all Liz. You had to do some customization, though. Did a couple customizations. Because, all right, I'm going to paint the picture. <laughs> Imagine just a pretty basic TV stand. Where, um, but very beautiful. How can I describe it? Pretty big, you know, uh, three feet tall by three and a half feet wide, yeah, long, very basic. Um, but okay, on the and there's, um, like one third, <laughs> one third of it is uh, a shelf, and then the bottom two thirds is another shelf. Yes, now imagine that bottom two thirds, uh, from left to right, the width of it, just cut that in half, and then there would be a door, a, a swinging door. On that left half. So, yeah. like, the left I'm half has a I, door. I don't know. The right half has a couple of shelves. So, because oh, you okay. bought two of them yeah. and you wanted them to be symmetrical, mm-hmm. on the second one, you put the door <laughs> on the right side. Whereas yes, on, on the, the other on side, the, yes. the first one is on the left side, but it's not supposed to go on the right side. No, it's not designed no, no. that way. So, you, like... Customized it. You made your. You drilled your own holes. I did. So now, when they're put together, they're symmetrical. I did. The left side, the far left side, uh, has a door, and the far right side has a door. Whereas, had you not customized that, it would have looked very asymmetrical. Yeah, very weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for being so kind with that. Um, I just want to go ahead and share that I hate hinges. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want. I think hinges are for people that should go straight to hell. (laughs) 
<laughs> they, whoever made hinges, hinges and curtain rods. I don't know if I need to take a class. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And since I, the first time I opened up the TV box, box number one, and uh-huh. I labeled everything, yeah. I put color post-its on it uh-huh. so I wouldn't F it up. Then the next day I was like, whatever. <laughs> I just threw it all out and yeah. I was just going for it. Now I know how people feel with like a second child. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's yeah. what happens, right? <laughs> You're like, first one, very appropriate. Yeah. We're going to make her detailed. perfect or him or shim, whatever. But then the second you're just like, well, whatever, let me move the hinges on the other side. But it looks good. Things kept so now, breaking. Now so. it looks like one giant TV stand. Now yeah. it's literally about about eight feet long. Yeah, eight feet to fit your record player, mm-hmm. to fit the TV, and just to make a home. Yeah. It feels like adult furniture. Yep, you've been. It's not. It's cheap furniture, but it looks adult. You've been repurposing things. I have been repurposing. You've got this. I got, black, I got chalkboard paint. So we had this old table. It's like basically a card table. Like yeah. Like a folding, the legs folded That's in. That's exactly what it was. It was a old 1950s card pink. table. And it was pink. It was very cute, dusty pink that Dave hated. <laughs> and it was a perfect circle. Um, I, I would tell you the radius, but I forgot what radius and what's done. It's just like a regular card table. But yeah, size of a regular card table, and uh, we haven't used it as a table in many, many months. No. So you repurp. Well, first of all, you <laughs> before you just had you took the table top, the big circle, the big pink circle, and you just hung it on the wall. Hung it on the wall like a like a piece of art. Like, like there's a pink dot. Yeah. On our wall. Yeah. Yeah. And at first, you tried to use it as like a bulletin board. I did, but I only the, had one thing hanging. Yeah, on and then for like years, it's not really a corkboard no. surface. It's not. So now, and I, I never understood why we had a giant pink circle on our wall, uh, but now you've yeah. repurposed it to a chalkboard. Dude, you chalkboard some of that paint. Chalkboard paint. It might be the greatest thing that's ever happened. That is pretty cool stuff. I mean, come on, right? So now we just got a big circle, circle chalkboard. And you could draw faces on mm-hmm. it. You can, you know, put what day it is. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there's you could write down. <laughs> it's, it's literally endless. Amount of options of what you could put out there. Uh, I don't know if you want to go through the whole list. Well, boo, and let me tell you, uh you haven't been doing nothing either. I mean, you've you've been doing a bunch. I haven't been doing nothing. Wait, you haven't. That's true. I have. You haven't been not not doing nothing. uh You haven't not. Uh, I've been doing stuff. You've been doing stuff. Uh Here's the thing. I just want to say, I did not believe in your water thing. Okay, Mm -hmm. I thought getting a water jug, water cooler thing that people have in offices. Yeah, we haven't talked about that yet. Was weird. Yeah. Was a weird move. And I let you do it. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, best move of your life. Yeah. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. We got Hello, the, uh, sparklets. Got the uh, five-gallon water jug cooler thing like yeah. you have at a waiting room at a dentist office. Yeah, we have a, we have a cooler. Yeah. We can talk around the water cooler yeah, that's, if we ooh, wanted to. <laughs> water cooler talk. Yes. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah, and we've been drinking a lot of water. Oh, so much water. Um, I've been peeing like a racehorse. I'm hydrated as hell. Yeah. I'm so, so hydrated. Man. Well, wait. Share with everybody. You lost how many pounds? I've lost five pounds this week. What? Yeah, 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 Even yeah, yeah. It's a, a suitcase Stop off it. the Queen nope. Mary. Nope. But, We're uh, celebrating. <laughs> yeah, I lost five pounds this week. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm withering amazing. away to nothing. I haven't weighed myself yet because I'm afraid. Yeah. But 
When I feel better about myself, I'll weigh myself. And then any day That's now, we should be getting the uh, the treadmill. Oh, the treadmill. We're within, how am I going to uh, hide that? We're within 25 days now. It, it could come today <laughs> or 25 days from now, but we're in that. That window is shrinking, thank that God. That window. Um, but yeah, we're making some lifestyle changes over here, boo. Yeah. I mean, we can have like company over when... There yeah. isn't a plague outside. Yeah, we've we've had no company. We've had your your nephews. Uh, and that's it. That's not true, Lou. Lou, Lou came, came over. Yeah, well, he house sat, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, we haven't had like company. Ky- no, Kyle hang. came outside. That's what I'm saying. No one has come over inside to hang out. Kyle came over, but we hung out outside. Oh yeah, you're so. right. But that you know, such but that's as, not because we're not cool. Such and fun. as the COVID world that we live in. Yeah, and we got to get rid of some stuff. Uh, as much as I hate to do it, it looks like uh, we're going to lose the cat tower. Man, our cats just don't use that cat tower. That is such a bummer because it uh, was. I've always wanted a big ass cat tower, but I never really could justify yeah. uh, spending that much money. Back when I had cats in a previous uh, relationship, Life. Uh, I uh, I used to price them, and they were like three hundred bucks. Oh yeah, they're insane. And I was like, I can't justify spending three hundred bucks. And, and you finally pulled the trigger on one about six months ago. Yeah, it and, was a flash deal. And they never they they could care less. No, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They don't care. And it's it's not like a little like little enough where we could hide it. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's like intrusive. A piece of furniture. Yeah, it's the elephant in the room. <laughs> like it is a big like oh uh, they're cat people tacky piece of furniture. Huh. But but I was willing to you know to uh, make that sacrifice that aesthetic sacrifice. I for know. for the uh, enjoyment of our little buddies, and they're just like, I don't care. They're not into it. Yeah. They're not into it. Charlie's had a big week. Charlie scared off a uh, a uh, prowler last night. Yeah, what night. happened last night? 4.55 a.m., Charlie starts losing his shit, barking. And, you know, we've talked about this before. We share a driveway with another building, so uh, there's a total of eight families that kind of have, or eight apartments have access to this driveway, so... I never make. I never worry when I hear someone out there. I just figure it's one of the other seven tenants, you know. Yeah. And uh, but Charlie just lost his mind, and then Started that barking, then running the, around. Then the sensor came on. The light, uh, the motion sensor, uh, lit the place up. And I look out there, and sure enough, there's a uh, there's a dude rummaging around our neighbor's uh, back area, and I think he stole a skateboard. Oh. And I put on my shorts, and I go out there with my bare feet, and he's running down the sidewalk. So, and because uh, I saw the dude, and he had uh, he had like a big gulp in his right hand. Okay. And he had a skateboard in his left hand, and he was like moving pretty fast. Like once that light came on, he was moving pretty fast to get the hell out of here. Oh. And uh, I'm assuming he stole that skateboard because why would he go back there with his hands full, unless he stole someone's big gulp? But you know what I mean. Like why That's... would you go in the rear of someone's property at 4:55 oh. in the morning <laughs> with both hands occupied? So the Just, fact that I saw him right. leaving a great with point. a big gulp and a skateboard tells me he probably stole that skateboard from one of our neighbors. Here's here's a fun thing. I thought last night you had mentioned this, but I was in a deep haze, yeah. and I thought you said he had a skateboard in one hand and a coconut in the other. Coconut. And I was like, what I an was interesting trying, I choice. I was trying to say soda. I was probably coconut. like coconut. I was like, I probably said I I I was in. Deep rim sleep too. I was when too. all this happened, so I'm. But yeah, I was like, oh, he got a coke, uh, and I was like, a coconut. That's <laughs> maybe. Well, because in my head, I'm like, oh, he's at a tiki party mm-hmm. down the street. Yeah, he's just trying to get home. You know, who amongst <laughs> us hasn't jumped a fence with the coconut and skateboard in hand? And I always, that's that's the second or third time I've had to go out in the middle of the night with bare feet to try to confront somebody, and I don't know what I'm going to do. 
you know, yeah. you know, 10 seconds from a REM sleep. I'm completely hazy. I'm in my bare feet. Well, you you had to find your shorts. Yeah. There was a- I was like, where are my shorts? I, <laughs> I was like, no, no. <laughs> and I don't know what I did. Just same thing when I caught the guy jacking off. Uh, I went out there. I don't. I don't know what I was going to do. Had they still been there, and there been a conversation, was I going to quiz the guy? Hey, is that your skateboard? <laughs> hey, you is know? that your penis? Are you jacking off? <laughs> I don't. I don't know that it's not his skateboard. But anyway, I had to go out and just investigate. And by the time I got out, he was running down the sidewalk. So. Well, clearly he was up to no good because yeah. if you were coming out, it's not like yeah, yeah. You know, you, why are you, are you running away? There? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. What are you doing back there at five o'clock in the morning? But uh, oh, Charlie, maybe it was Banksy. Yeah, it, that's probably what it was. It was probably Banksy. I love how uncool I am because I know Banksy's like was cool. What like, made you I don't, go there? I don't know. I was thinking of street art, like because Banksy mm-hmm. doesn't he do stuff and then he runs away or like no one knows where he. Like I was picturing. It's too bad that we weren't talking about this guy doing art. Like I didn't, you know. If he had a spray spray can or something. Hmm. That's all right, boo. Well, maybe hit it. Banksy's yeah. good. Yeah. He's tricky. And he has a coconut. He, <laughs> he usually goes behind private residence where no one will see it uh, and does his stuff. But, yeah, oh, Charlie, earning his keep as a – I tell you, he's – I love him. Sometimes he's no, annoying. You don't. I you do. Hate of course him. I love him. Okay. Sometimes he's annoying, but I do love him. You but, cheer for the cats to hurt him. <laughs> No. You do. You cheer for that. No, I don't cheer okay. for them to hurt well, him, but he picks fights. Whole... And anyway. Anyway. But I am, uh, he earned his keep last night. He's a great watchdog. He is. Like, he, he can't, is. I doubt he could. I mean, he would bite somebody if they were messing with you. I don't know how much damage he could do, but uh, the one thing I love about no one's ever going to sneak up on you. No, no, that's true. Because he will let you know that someone's around. So yeah. that's cool. Good job, Charlie. He's chewing on a bone. (laughs) But yeah, big week this week in terms of uh, home improvement. It's a real HGTV situation over here. Here's the thing. I've not gotten into reality TV, HGTV, and I've heard wonderful things. I'm not interested in the flipping houses TV. I always find that boring. Like, uh, let, look at this dilapidated house, and now let's look at them do construction. Uh-huh. Like, I think that's boring. But, like, the, ooh, you can paint furniture with stencils, that kind of shit I yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, you're good at that. I don't know. And um, We'll see. We had another big uh, impromptu project this week that was uh, utterly disgusting. What? That you took the reins on. The maggots. <gasps> oh. I love how I said what. Like, there were so many things that I utterly You did. know, one of the many things I love about you, Boo, and oh, I'm being sincere. Is this a butt coming? No, no. Okay, good. Uh, one of the many things I love about you, but this is such a good quality to have for anyone, male, female, whomever. Uh, you are a problem solver. Oh, yeah. I love that. Like, you yeah. figure out how to solve a problem. And sometimes... Uh, it takes great brain power to solve a problem, Oof. and sometimes it just takes willingness to get your hands dirty, and you're good at both. Yeah. And you got your hands dirty this week with a maggot-infested trash can. I mean, that was foul. It I've wasn't never even seen... yours, though. Talk about a good neighbor. Okay. Like a good neighbor. We're pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of like the best ones. We're pretty good neighbors. We're the best neighbors. So you took it upon yourself. Our neighbor... We have to take the trash cans out every Thursday, uh-huh. right? Friday. Thurs- Thursday night, yeah. Yeah. So then Friday we have to take it back in. Uh, the trash cans are in the middle of the street usually, and so we have to drag it back in. And we kind of have an unspoken agreement amongst all the neighbors. Is, is Somebody, there's no real schedule or whatever, but yeah. whoever's going to go grab a trash can pretty much grabs all the trash cans. Yeah, and since we're here a lot, mm-hmm. it's usually us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. But so 
there was a few, and then I noticed a stench. A stench of, of uh, when I was getting the trash cans to pull them back in, there was a stench, and I, I was so worried. I thought it was us, and then <laughs> it wasn't. I was thankful, and it was our neighbor's trash can, and I opened it up, and inside was just white. Really? Maggots. See, I didn't see it. So like On all walls. Like dozens or hundreds or thousands I'd or say what? hundreds. Hundreds of I'd maggots. I'd say hundreds on each side oh of the God. trash can wall crawling out? Oh. I know. Little worm maggoty things. Mm. So I said to myself, listen, Katie, if I take this back there to the trash cans, they're just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. These maggots are going to take over. And even though it's not your trash can or your fault or your responsibility, we would still suffer the ramifications of a stinky maggot infested trash can right outside our back door. So you took it upon yourself. To de-maggot. A trash can. That's a that's a pretty good job you did there, Boo. I did it fast and loose. Mm-hmm. How'd you do ah. it? What'd you do? Um, <laughs> construction humor. Um, I got hot water because I feel like maggots hate hot water. Probably. I don't know. I don't know either. Then I put bleach in the hot water. Uh-huh. Again, no sure. idea. Why not? So just shot it into the garbage can. Then they started just going everywhere, like the ones that were still up, like. Well, I just want to throw up. Anyway, so then I thought, uh oh, that wasn't enough. So I had to go get more. Then I got some pine salt. So you, by doing that, <laughs> did you wash them all down off the walls and down into the bottom? Yeah. And then you drenched that and dumped it all out. Yes. So were there just a thousand maggots that yes. flew out into the to the drain? Into the drain. The uh, the curbside storm storm drain. And then that smelled. So then I got more water to rinse down because we don't have a hose. So yeah, I, I did the Lord's work. Man. I did. A couple months ago, you're, I look out there, you're out there uh, cleaning up puke. Yeah, puke was on the sidewalk. I mean, people aren't just going to, you know, you got to do it. Last week, we had a uh, dead squirrel out there oh, that had been there for about four that. days. I don't do that. I don't do and, that. You uh, were awesome. I, I, t- I took it upon myself to go remove the dead squirrel. And weirdly, wasn't just, it painted? Like, yeah, somebody, <laughs> if, I saw that for a couple days, it just was the dead squirrel. <laughs> And, you know, I would see it, and I'm like, oh, Charlie, don't smell that. And then one day, uh, someone had spray-painted it silver. Why? I have no idea what that's supposed maybe to be. Maybe that's like a, a sign. Yeah, maybe. Like a gang But sign. by the fourth day, I could tell no one else was going to do anything, so I took it upon myself to gather up the dead squirrel. How did you do it? So, um, you just got a trash bag? I, I double-bagged it, and I, I got a glove. Got a yeah, rubber, you did. Got, got a rubber glove. God. <laughs> I have to with you. Oh, Oh. I'm dirty. (laughs) Uh, Got a rubber glove and uh, two trash bags, and I picked it up by the tail. Oh, oh. And Uh then when I picked it up, when I picked it up, the tail broke in half. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty gross. Oh. Yeah, I picked it up, and then. Well, like, I picked it up by the end of the tail, <gasps> and I guess the weight and the oh. decomposition of the whole thing, uh, and then the, the, the squirrel fell to the ground, and now I'm holding half a tail. Was it bloody? Like, was no. there blood? Co- oh, because no, it, it was already dry. it was just dry. brittle. There was, like, silver So then I had to go pick paint. it up again. Oh, but, yeah, God. got a rubber glove on one hand, picked it up, put it in a trash bag, tied it up real tight in a knot, and then put that into another trash bag, tied it up into a knot. And I meant to do this, but I, I forgot to. I put it in our, our trash can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I Is meant that to why put, we have maggots? No, it's not oh, our, oh, it yeah. wasn't ours. Oh, yeah. yeah. I put it in our trash can. But, anyway, I meant to put a sign on the bag, dead squirrel, do not open. Because oh, the homeless, or yeah. uh, I'm sorry, um, I'm not being sarcastic here. I really did forgot. There's a new, can't call them homeless anymore. You can't? They're um, unhoused. Unhoused is the new term. 
I don't oh. know why. I guess homeless is insensitive unhoused. somehow. But anyway, uh, many of the unhoused people around here, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've talked about this, will go back and look for cans, even though we fucking have a <laughs> designated recycling, recycling yeah. bin, they still go through the regular trash and tear open the damn bags. Yeah, what are they, they doing? They tear open our disgusting trash bags. Then then we got flies. Yeah. Flies are a situation. The whole situation of bugs out here, very real. This is probably. quite possibly the grossest episode of the Stonebirds we've ever done. Uh, Pete in the litter box. Remember? Pete in the litter box. Yeah, I don't know if that's... Uh, that, I mean, that's ridiculous and disgusting. I don't know if it's as gross as maggots and dead squirrels. Anyway, let's keep talking about maggots. Welcome to the Stonebirds <laughs> Welcome to the Stonebirds podcast. <laughs> I'm Dave Stone. That's Katie Strandberg. Hello. We are the Stonebergs. Hi. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy nice week, week here. Yeah. Nice little week. Yeah, pretty fun. There's Charlie's here. He's Charlie's <laughs> sitting on my lap, just living his truth. Okay. Oh man, how's he been? He doing all right? Oh, he's well. He's got you know what? Uh, Charlie guys has gained the quarantine. Oh my god. Wait, oh, and god. Uh, he can't. <laughs> He doesn't, he thinks he's still skinny. Last night. He's like most of us. When we gain weight, we keep our same clothes. With our uh, apartment here, we got about uh, (laughs) four or five stairs. Mm-hmm. Like concrete steps. That, yeah, like a little the, the, stoop. The really, yeah, the wide ones. Yeah. The, the, basically the width of the entire building, uh, four or five stairs that you got to come up to get into our apartment or any of the four apartments. And uh, last night I, went, I, I took him for a walk and uh, on the way back, and he's done this before, but he's running up the stairs and like halfway up he jumped and missed the stair and then oh. – not only ate, not only ate it like like headbutted the stair, but not only ate it that way, then fell backwards and tumbled a couple of stairs. Oh, it was quite boy. an embarrassing incident. Well, I think it's because he's got some junk in his trunk, and he's missed he's misjudged jumps several times recently. <laughs> he's fallen a lot. He tries to jump up on the back of the couch, so he's got a bird's eye view there of uh, uh not a bird's eye view, but he's got uh, the catbird seat. In the uh, window, yeah, so he looked, and he he ate it there the oh, other day. No, he's well. He thinks he's a cat, mm-hmm. and then he also just I think he still thinks he's skinny. Yeah, he's he's, he's not skinny he's, anymore. He he's, looks like he swallowed a football. <laughs> like seriously, like he looks like he's got a nerf. Well, what's a worse, nerf football stuck in his. He belly. has a little head too, mm-hmm. so his body is just disproportioned. <laughs> You look like you swallowed a pumpkin. Oh, sorry, Charlie. Well, he's been with you a lot mm-hmm. all week because I've been running around the house, going to the Home Depot, yeah. just doing oh, my thing. He hates it. He absolutely yes. hates it when you are here, but doing something yeah, and not paying it. him attention. I know. Well, it's because when I got him, my mom died, and I was just laying in the bed all the time. Mm-hmm. So, duh. <laughs> he's like, "Come on, let's go back to that." <laughs> oh, dark. Okay, welcome to Stonebergs. Oh, <laughs> Five six two five four eight two zero one two in that order. That's the number. If you Woo. haven't done it already, go ahead and uh, pull your phone out. Yeah, and create a new contact. You could baby. even give us a fun little uh, picture. Mm-hmm. Why not get creative? Yeah, you yeah. Know. Create a new contact. Maggots or five six two five four eight two zero one two. That way uh, we're we're with you. We're yeah. there, and you can call us anytime. Literally twenty four seven. We're like Blondie. Oh. Call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good there, boo. Get any more songs you want to sing? No, that was no, it, but yeah. I, I want to let you know uh-huh. that I really thought that one through yeah. before I said it. I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, should we get into some uh, voicemails? Should we answer some calls yes. here? Yes, 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 right. yes, yes, yes. Let's yes. see what we've got on the docket okay. here. Oh, this is a nice, juicy one. 
you called earlier about um something I forget now. Uh it's been a long day. Uh, I had a quick question for you guys, uh, Dave in particular. Man, what do you, how do you feel about like if a fan walks up to you? Like, what's what's in your opinion? What's the protocol for that? Like, what's the decorum? Because I want to think like if I saw y'all out on the street, I'd love to say hi and be like, oh, you guys are awesome. But you know, if you're eating lunch or you know, clearly y'all are having a conversation, I don't want to be that asshole and interrupt. Uh, so yeah, what do y'all what do y'all think about like fan fans meeting you? How does that work for you? What's experience? What's a not good one? All that. Uh, oh, it was Paris is Burning. I recommended Paris is Burning to Katie. That's it. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Happy Friday. And uh, love the show as always. Talk to you all later. Right on, dude. Thanks for checking back in. Okay, so he's the one that recommended Paris is Burning. Yeah, we still and haven't I got to that. need to watch it but because yeah. I have ADD. I just wrote it down. I'm going to watch it this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. It's coming to you. Well, we watched ya. the trailer. Yes. But we well, just, uh, the we trailer never, was the never greatest thing the I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah. Um no, th- thanks for the call, man, and uh, what a flattering question. Uh, but at, at, at our level, well, I won't speak for you, but at my level, oh, uh, oh. I, that's fine. I, I can't imagine me getting offended that no. someone approached me in public and uh, recognized me or wanted to compliment my work or whatever. Um, uh, go ahead. Even if I am eating lunch out somewhere, eating Who dinner. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I would die. Mm-hmm. I would I would get so excited, and then <laughs> I would reverse it to be like, oh, my God, really? You're amazing. And it would be awkward and weird. So I'm glad I'm not even known in any way. <laughs> but, yes, that's you've been very nice. I've been out with you when people come up to you, and you're mm-hmm. nice. I get recognized sometimes. And uh, then I awkwardly wave. One of the funniest things um, uh, that happened uh, years ago uh, when Kyle had his place uh, over in Silver Lake. Oh, yeah. And uh, I would, we would hang out over there all the time. Um, there was a great food truck or a taco truck right out like 50 yards down the road from him. So we'd go down there a lot. And uh, one time we went down there, we got her some burritos, and we're walking back to his place. And there's like a cra- there's a bar, Cha-Cha's bar. Oh, yeah, Cha-Cha's. Bar, I remember that right place. Right by the, by the food truck. And uh, you always have to walk through the crowd of people trying to get into Oof. Cha-Cha's. But he and I were walking uh, back, and someone's like, Dave, Dave Stone? Hey, man. Love your shit, man. You're so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thanks, dude. And like Kyle's right there. And I've been with him. I've been out with him many times when he gets recognized. Yeah. Um, but it was just so funny that the guy recognized me and didn't recognize Kyle. He just. Did know. Kyle say anything? Yeah. He was like, oh, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, some of us got a little more star power. Um, no. But uh, no, uh, I've said this before. Man, I am just A, befuddled and amazed and B, very appreciative that anyone even gives a shit about yeah. me. Oh, my god! About my stand-up, about our podcast, whatever. Like, the fact that anyone, and, and that's still something, you know, I'm, I'm far from famous, but that is something that in the last few years, um, fortunately, my career has taken a, a real slight uh, no, turn yeah, in the right direction. Great. No, I mean, I know. I, you're this isn't humble. some humble okay. brag. Okay. But um, in the last few years, I've slowly finally developed a small fan base yes and i've always hated that word fans like when you start out doing comedy uh everybody the whole the first five years of comedy is just pretending that you're a lot further along or or a lot more uh have a better career than you actually do if you have business cards oh oh, i had a guy give me business cards and open my comedians don't need business cards but i used to hear like open micers all the time talk about oh oh my fans like who your mom you don't have any fans none of us have any fans i mean my dad isn't even Uh. a fan of 
with me. <laughs> so I'm just grateful. But to finally have a small group of legit fans, uh, I'm so appreciative. So, um, no, I, I would never... I, I can't imagine a scenario where... Now, if it was one of those, like, all right, say we're out eating, and you stop by and say hello or whatever, that's fine. It's I think it's the, the lingering that does happen after shows sometimes. Oh, the... the uh, okay. Well, you don't know how to dismount. Yeah, I get that. You gotta... You gotta you, it's like robbing a bank. You gotta get in and get out quickly and get the You're hell out of there. You're very good at that. Uh-huh. I am not. I do the awkward, like, <laughs> okay, are you... Go- how are you getting home? <laughs> what time? <laughs> and I just get awkward. And I experience that a lot after shows that people come up and I'm, I'm so appreciative, but like, it's like, okay, like we've been bullshitting for 10 minutes. How do you, how do you exit? I can't remember. I, I've got a couple of different techniques, but the one thing that do, I will say, here's a piece of advice. Okay. Uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people do this and I feel like a lot of them don't even realize what they're doing. But if you go see a band or a show or a comedian at a live show, and then either during the show or, well, I guess in this context, after the show, um, you want to stop by the merch table and, and, and say hello to the comic or say hello to the band or whatever mm-hmm. if they're out there attended to their merch. Uh, if you're not going to buy something, that's fine, but don't stand don't belly up to the merch table yeah, if you're not going to buy something because there's people behind you trying to look, see what shirts you got, see which CDs you got, whatever. Like that's the one thing that kind of irks me. And again, I know people don't even really realize they're doing it, but if you want to chit chat after the show at the merch table, if you're not going to buy any merch, stand off to the side. Don't block the view. Yeah. Or don't block me from selling, you know, oh, hey, I'm sitting here talking to you for 10 minutes and I got this other guy's trying to buy a t-shirt. I, you, know. you just have to be aware. Like, look at the situation. Yeah. Charlie is crying. Charlie, what's wrong, bud? Hold on one second. I think he just... <laughs> I had a Charlie incident there. Charlie. Um, but no, my point is, uh, for the most part, like, I can't imagine a scenario where I would be annoyed. That, no. and, and granted, because I'm not famous, I, I, I've experienced that a little bit. Uh, so the flip side of that coin is, I guess I can maybe sympathize with really famous people, because I'm sure... I'm sure maybe deep down they're appreciative like I'm saying I am, <laughs> like I'm saying I am. No, I'm sure they feel the same way, but like to um, some of these super famous people that deal with that multiple times a day, every day, that's got to get taxing. It's got to get taxing, but no, you have to, I think you have to be grateful. And by the way, this is what you signed up for. So mm-hmm. I hate that. Like yeah. when people are like, mm-hmm. no, you signed up for it. Mm-hmm. Take the goddamn picture, say hello and move on. Mm-hmm. Like that's your job. Yeah. Sorry. I know that it's like, yes, there are to know that stuff, but you know, a big part of it is people watching their work mm-hmm. and they're excited. Like we're humans, you know, we're all the same. So let's yeah, not, I get I that, know. but I feel like there are probably some fans that take it too far. I, I think some fans feel like I like your work. So you owe this to me. You yeah. owe me your time. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, not necessarily. And, and, and I'm nice about it because I, I truly, I'm genuinely appreciative, but I've heard other comedians and other musicians say like, like at a show that they don't like to hang out and talk after the show. Oh yeah. They're tired. Well that, but yeah. And it's like, Hey, I just gave you an hour of my heart and soul, you know, not to be pretentious about stand-up, but, like, I just gave you, I spoke for an hour. No, you're right. I gave you what you paid for. Okay, yeah. After the show, like, you know, I don't mind, but don't act like you're, I'm, I owe it to you just because you're a fan. Well, I remember after, that's such a good point. 
Well, everybody knows I had a smash hit one-woman show entitled Codependence Day, who's listening. But afterwards, when I actually had the biggest crowd, which was like 10 people, (laughs) but after in the lobby, it was very awkward because I was exhausted. And it was just like, so, you guys know everything about me in in the most intimate ways. Thanks Mm -hmm. for coming. Like, I didn't know how to end it. So Mm -hmm. I, being... No Boundary Katie would always say, like, let's go somewhere. And then usually people drop off, but that's then I have to go out. Yeah. I don't like doing that. Come on. Nah. I got to get home. <laughs> Not anymore, though. After COVID, I'm going to be going out all the time. Just I'll sit. <laughs> I'll sit wherever. But, yeah, it's, um, it's a fine line. Um, but at, at our level, uh, feel free to... Uh, interrupt do whatever say hello um i've I've been on the other side of that coin a few times uh recently a few months ago i saw paul giamatti (gasps) at uh, amoeba and he was like standing right next to me in the jazz section i guess he's a jazz guy um but i was you know i was a little starstruck because he's one of my favorites i I love everything he's an american splendor uh just so much stuff he's done uh, that i love um so it was just it's it's a little start to and and i've i've this, this, there's no way to say this without sounding pretentious or humble brag. But I, I've been around a lot of celebrities. I've, I've met my fair share of yeah. celebrities. But unless and I, I wasn't re- around then, I'm not Grr. a. I'm not a. Uh, I don't get starstruck by celebrity. I get starstruck by like, oh, I really like you. Yeah. Like even Paul Giamatti is not like an A-lister. No, but he's. But because I like phenomenal. him, phenomenal. To yeah. me, that that was more uh, uh, amusing to me seeing him than if I'd have seen. Kim Kardashian or whomever right. who's an A-lister that I just don't give a shit about. I would see people in L.A., and I remember seeing everybody take their seats because this is pretty good, going up hiking trail and seeing Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and I froze, and I just moved out of their way because they looked like goddess goddesses, both of them. And... That in that instance, it's great because you're just walking, so there's no way I can. But yeah, I just freeze mm. and then I stare with my eyes very big. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I, sure I should, they're used yeah. to that. Oh, like that. Uh, their skin glistened. I will say that glistened. <laughs> Lots of hat work they were doing. Who else have you seen close up out here? Oh, um, who? Anybody come into Spitz and order? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the lead singer of All American Rejects. Oh, who really? is also uh, has a parenthood arc. Oh, that's oddly. the guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, well, Adrian, whatchamacallit from uh, Entourage. What's that oh, okay. guy, the main guy? He was Grenier, a dick. Grenier. Yeah. Well, he was Horrible. a dick? Horrible. Really? Horrible. Vinny Chase was a dick. Vinny Chase. Huh. He was just rude, didn't tip. The girl he was with was like giving me angry looks. Uh, it's just, I got sweaty. Hmm. It was strange. Um, who else? Oh, uh... Uh, Anna Ferris and oh, okay. her ex-husband now, uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. They, big wine drinkers, love them. They really? got a bottle of wine each, and they just were having fun. Hey, Dave and Katie, it's Connor. Dave, I've been a fan of the Boogie Monster for about the past year and a half, and I've heard every single episode probably at least three times. Got to say, I love it. Um, and I'm real excited to hear how this show turns out. But I got a serious question for you, Dave. The steak question. So, uh, from, just like you, I prefer the ribeye if I'm going to uh, really make a good pan-fried steak. Uh, if I can't get a ribeye, uh, I'm also partial to the strip steak. 
But in these trying economic times, or even during good economic times, sometimes a really good ribeye or a really good strip just isn't a good economical choice. So I was curious what your thoughts were on what cut of beef you should get for a steak if you don't want to spend a lot of money on a really good ribeye or a really good strip. Uh, personally, I am partial to the skirt steak. Uh, or the flat meat steak, uh, which is, in my experience, what you get at a lot of Mexi Americanized Mexican restaurants whenever you get the carne asada, um, which I think both are good sort of cross points between flavor and value if you don't want to splurge for the, or for the strip steak or the ribeye. Uh, but, yeah, just let me know. What do you think are good options for steak if you don't want to, spend a lot of money or you're just on maybe a little bit of a tighter, tighter budget or budget. Um, yeah, just go ahead and let me know. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. Connor, buddy, I could not agree with you more. Uh, that's exactly how I would answer that question. If uh, ribeyes and uh, New York strips are a little out of your budget, Go with that flap meat. Yeah, yeah. Get you some skirt steak, some flap steak. Uh, I always laugh. I used to live right next to a uh, Mexican grocery store that would like uh, hand write the poster board signs. Oh yeah. You know, just a big neon poster board that said corn two for a dollar. Uh, but they had a huge sign that said flap meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that always made me laugh. I like that uh, flap meat. Flap meat. Uh, here's the thing too. Um, yeah, flat meat, uh, skirt steak, flank steak, um, ribeyes, strips, they're great. Um, but as much as I love a ribeye, uh, the best way to cook a good steak, in my opinion, is in a cast iron skillet. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's how I do it. And then, you know, you can I, I sear it and then I stick it in the broiler. Anyway, but everybody loves the, uh, a, a steak or a burger on the grill, mm -hmm. on, the, on the propane grill, on the char grill, whatever. Uh, but... And I love that too, but in all reality, the best way to cook it is in a cast iron skillet. However, oh that flat meat and that skirt steak, best on a grill. Interesting. It's better on a grill than it is the pan. So here's what you do. Okay. You get you some flat meat or skirt steak, and uh, it's, it's, I don't know enough about the cow. I don't know what part of the cow it's coming from, but it's a pretty tough and undesirable cut of meat, Aww. or at least very... Very less desirable than a fillet or a I'm just a strip. skirt steak. No <laughs> so, one likes me. But when when handled properly on the grill, it is glorious. And oh, here's, it is. here's what you do. It's delish. Two two part process. All right. Make you a quick marinade. Okay. Marinate it for at least six hours, preferably overnight, 12, 16 hours, whatever. Uh, quick marinade, little olive oil. If you don't have olive oil, you can use vegetable or canola oil. Uh, just enough to put... What about coconut oil? Eh, no, not for marinades. Mm -hmm. um, get you a little Tupperware, <laughs> Tupperware that's uh, ju just bigger than the steak itself. You know, a okay. little steak coffin, if you will. Mm. Uh, <laughs> put, uh, put some olive oil or vegetable oil in there. Uh, get you some basil leaves, some uh -huh. fresh basil leaves. Throw them in there, a bunch of those. You don't have to cut them up or anything. Five or six, seven, eight basil, basil leaves. Um, and also some crushed garlic. Oh. A whole head's worth of garlic. And just, you don't have to dice it or, or, or chop it or anything, uh, mince it. You can leave the skins on. Anyway, it's just a marinade. So oil, basil, and garlic. Let that shit marinate. 
for at least six hours, right? Then when you're ready to throw that sucker on the grill, preferably a charcoal grill, you know, get that charcoal flavor. But a propane grill is fine too. Um, Right before or right after, probably right before you, uh, you cook the steaks on the grill, make you a real quick and easy chimichurri sauce. Chimichurri. Ooh. I always want to say chimichurra. I thought it was chimichurro. Uh, chimichurro, chimichurri. I, I don't know exactly. Chimi, chimichong, Chim- chimichurri. 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 Uh, wonderful, like, uh, green uh, sauce. Kind of, it's, uh, I believe it comes from Argentina. Mm. Like it's Argentinian. But uh, a uh, parsley and cilantro, basically a vinaigrette. Here's what you do. Get you, uh, get you one jalapeno, <laughs> one jalapeno or, or a uh, poblano pepper. Finally chop that bastard up. Get you, uh, well, you know what? You don't, don't chop anything. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to puree this. Get you one pepper of your choice. Or if you don't like it spicy, no peppers. All right? Get you three or four garlic <laughs> cloves. All right? Half a cup of red wine vinegar. One teaspoon of salt. Half a cup of finely chopped cilantro. A quarter cup of finely chopped parsley. Two tablespoons of finely chopped oregano and about three-fourths of a cup of olive oil. Throw all that shit in a blender, puree it up, boom, you've got chimichurri sauce. There it is! And that over a nicely grilled skirt steak or flap steak, mwah. It's, that it's, is actually very, it's, very good. It just it complements the steak so well. So you marinate that thing and then make a nice chimichurri sauce and... Holy shit. And and also, Connor, I just want to say that we will see where this show goes. Uh-huh. And it's going to go somewhere big and huge. <laughs> so, there you go. What the hell are you talking well, about? Well, he said the way it was phrased, it's there was a phrasing. Straight. And they're like, well, we'll see where this goes. This show goes. Uh-huh. So, I took offense to that. Uh-huh. Anyway, hope he has a steak or whatever. What is this, Dave's Kitchen? <laughs> the, the bootleg version? <laughs> Trying to get out of Patreonage? Uh, yeah. I guess normally you wouldn't promote another uh, another podcast on your podcast. We'll see how this one goes, uh, though, according the Patreon. to Connor. But, uh, but yeah, since, you know, I'm part of that one. Uh, yeah, Connor, uh, if you don't know, <laughs> I have <laughs> Dave's Kitchen. I feel like I'm on Dave's Kitchen because I'm spitting out recipes. But uh, No, yeah, it's great, though. It's- Boogie Monster listeners, uh, you can be a patron. Four bucks a month. Uh, Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. But that's a different show. And you get the uh, monthly uh, Dave's Kitchen Q&A or the videos. Um, but speaking of Patreon, we're... We're huh. working on a Patreon. We got some real stupid and fun Ooh, ideas. We got some webcam girls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to do an OnlyFans. <laughs> what is it? Only OnlyFans? You know about OnlyFans? That's no. big now. What's OnlyFans? I, it's a... Uh, it's like a... If I understand it correctly, it's like a Patreon, but for like sexy time. Like if hypothetically, if you had an OnlyFans account, you know, hey, you subscribe five bucks a month, okay. ten bucks a month, whatever, whatever price you set, and then you do like sexy videos or, or, se- or sexy pics or. Oh, you know, I'm gonna do Only. That would be really funny. <laughs> just me topless in underwear. I've tried to just do sexy a bowl pictures. Of chili. It's not fun. <laughs> I've tried. Ugh. It's so hard. You have to like look at the sky, and then you have to like. I don't know. I'd be a horrible model. There's nothing just like, dumber than people making. Like, I understand I mean, the there purpose. There is an art to it, though. I understand There's that. an art. 
I understand the finished product is what you're going for. Hey, look, it's a sexy pick of me. But when you see people <laughs> taking those picks, that used to be a hobby <laughs> of mine. I, I'm sure someone's got a Tumblr or a blog or something. But um, pictures of people taking selfies. Yes. You know, while oh, you're taking a selfie, I'm taking a candid shot of you. And like, look at this asshole taking it a selfie. It is fun to see selfies. Well, I think of it as you're your own photographer. Mm-hmm. However, as the photographer in my life, me... I look like a special needs kid Mm -hmm. when I try to be sexy. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. And again, I know people do it well, (laughs) but I couldn't imagine me trying to be sexy. Oh, with those like, you know, those gym, those gym selfies, like when guys like have their, their tail right around their (sighs) nether regions and they're just like, look at this selfie. There's just something. And I know this makes me sound fill in the blank. I don't know if this is sexist or, or I'm sure it's somethingist, but there's nothing lamer than a straight guy trying to be sexy or trying to be cute. Well, okay. I had a friend who was so obsessed with dating sites and he came over once my mom died and was like, Charlie was there, took Charlie, took a selfie with Charlie and was like, this is going to get me a lot of dates. Like this is going to get me a lot of hits on whatever site. And I was like, interesting. So there's like a whole like hidden world of like dog pictures with a guy. And I don't know, like Ugh. probably as his Tinder pick or whatever. And was this a straight guy or a gay guy? Uh, unclear. I mean, oh, he's always unclear. kind of been <laughs> on both sides. Because I feel like the rules are different. For, and I know, again, that's no, probably he's something. primarily straight. I feel like the rules are different from gay. Like, for example, I used to try to do this as a bit, and I just can never make it work. Mm-hmm. But, like, in L.A., it's a weird feeling. I used to, at least three or four times a day, I'd be out in public, and I'd have this thought. Oh, man, he better be gay. <laughs> like, I used to so think to myself, weird. he better yes, be. I remember you saying and that what to me, I and mean it was is, very off-putting. You would see, and again, I know this makes me sound like something. Mm-hmm. But you would see like you'd see like little like dudes in like weird tight pink shirts or they'd have this well, little swagger or sass to them, and I'd be like, well, he better be gay. If he's gay, that's fine. They not they as a whole. I'm not painting them all with the same brush, but right. a accurate stereotype of of gay men many times is they're a little flamboyant, they're a little fabulous. That's fine. It's part of the culture. But a straight guy who's like got you're wearing that, and you're straight. Come on, fuck off. Well. This is an environment. This is like a Silver Lake specific thing, though. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we were really infused with a bunch of very, very animatedly assholey people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they happened to dress that way. Yeah. So it made it just like, oh, yeah. I don't know. That's how I associate it, kind of. Yeah. And I guess what I'm trying to say is whether they should or shouldn't is not for me to say. Uh, a better way to say it is that I'm just so not used to that. I, where okay. I'm from, yes. when you look like that, oh, that's probably a gay dude. And that's fine. I, it's fine that he's gay. I'm huh. saying it's, it was a real uh, culture shock when I came out here. It's like, oh, dudes that look like that might not be gay. Yeah. Oh, some straight guys behave like that. Okay, that's just something I have to get used well, to. I think it's called, uh, I don't, I'm sure it's changed now, but metrosexual, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're very, 
it's guys that are very concerned with grooming. I remember living with a few guys, and one was a metrosexual, and it made me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, I'm a man. Like, he would trim his cuticles, and he, you know what I mean? It was as if, it was it was inspiring, really. Yeah. But he, it, it, it was off-putting to me because I'm like, oh, shit, I should step it up over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking better than I am. But that's hard for a girl. Like, I don't want the guy to look more clean and shiny than me. What's the f- female version of emasculated? Whatever that oh. word is, that's what he was doing to you. E-womanlated. Yeah. Nope. Effeminated. <laughs> oh, effeminated. It was very effeminated. That's a great I, question. I don't know, I don't know that's a word. Okay. But yeah, so that's just <laughs> weird. I'm not saying, you know, hey, yeah, I know it's America. I know it's 2020. You can do and whatever and wear whatever, but it just caught me off guard. Like, oh shit! Like, and I don't know why it used to, but like, I would say he better be gay. Yeah, I remember you saying that <laughs> and being like, "This is this is." Ooh, and I know that that's. Angry. I know that I, what I'm that point of view probably falls under some problematic category. Toxic I'm, masculinity. Yeah, I'm just saying. And, and I did. I wasn't mad at him per se. It was just. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you have to be clear with that. You're not mad. This is just kind of how you always well, sound. Well, and I think maybe part of it, too, like maybe it's some primal thing of like, let's pretend, you know, I'm not single anymore, but like maybe if when I was in the dating world or playing that game, like, oh, you're playing, this is who I'm playing against. Yeah. These little I see twinkle what you mean. toe motherfuckers with I their see. stupid shirts. Ah, that's weird that we're going after the same prize. Yeah. I think that's what it was of like, I'm the prize. This guy's my competitor, and he's dressed like a fucking ballerina? Like, that's just weird. That's true. All right. I know that I totally am aware that this all, that tone is all. I understand. All the very top of the slippery slope of hate speech. And it, you know, it's just, it was just confusing. And I I don't. I don't think, I mean. Wear whatever you want. I just. Just don't be an asshole. I just got confused. (laughs) Wear whatever, but just be nice. (laughs) Oh, shit. Where are we? Hi, Dave and Katie. I just paused the podcast to call and say, as a 35-year-old woman, I am fully behind Katie's decision to use the cat box. Sometimes you only have like a 30-second warning. Sometimes you get a couple of minutes, but sometimes you don't. So kudos to you, Katie, for thinking outside the box. Uh, you know, there's just some things women have to find solutions for on their own. So, excellent job. I'm going to go back to listening to the episode. Thanks, guys. Oh, my gosh, girl. You are welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah, the being in the box. <laughs> we are soul sisters. Oh. Listen. I got a lot of responses from people saying that they peed mm-hmm. in a lot of places. Really? Yeah. Us ladies, we have underground pee areas. <laughs> Look at you. This last week I had an incident, and I didn't tell you this. Oh, Lord. Okay. No no litter box. However. Where is this going? (laughs) What did you do, I really am becoming a construction worker because I I peed outside, and I had to. I had to pee outside. I had to. I had to pee? pee outside. I was at a gas station, and I was barely making it inside and their restroom was completely closed due to covid so i ran with charlie by the way in hand uh in the leash ran behind the car wash (laughs) 
and I just and peed. you just dropped trowel and, and peed right there behind the car wash. Yeah. Wow. I'm really regretting telling you this right now over the air, but I'm sharing because I'm sure other women have done this. Mm-hmm. And look, it wasn't a little pee. It wasn't like something I could just. It was like, wow, mm-hmm. I'm having a baby of urine. And, and the guy looked at me at Chevron, or was it Shell? Where at? Around here? No, this was in Pomona when okay. I went to go get oh, rent okay. from my dad in Fontana, gotcha. which, you know. So did someone see you? No. Although, I think a person, what, how do we say homeless people now? Uh, uh, unhoused. Unhoused person <laughs> was on to me because she saw me. I feel like this was her yeah. turf uh-huh. in a weird yeah. way. So That's she, where I pee. Yeah. So she saw me. I get that. And then kind of got pissed, like walked, mm-hmm. checked what I did, and like came back. And, and I got a look as I was putting the gas thing away because I was getting gas. That was my cover. And uh, she gave me a look like wow. a, I know what you did. Wow. I didn't know that, boo. Way to go. You did a ninja pee. I had to. I had to. Gorilla what was pee. I? You know, when you're in that moment in the car, when you're like, "Okay, I this is I've held it. I mm-hmm. can't do this anymore." And I saw the bathroom. I saw the gas station. And I was like, "Perfect, boom, get in and get out." And I got there, and there was the sign with the weird mask and the COVID. And I, I just had to run. Wow. I had to be free. I'm an animal. Well, I can't uh, shame you for that because I've done. So much worse. Guys get to do that Uh, all the time. Here was my technique that I've used several times. All right. This is a great technique for dudes. Okay. If you're uh, you're traveling, um, mostly on the freeway, this works the best. Um, And you don't want to take the time. If you just got to pee and you don't want to take the time to get off and and go into a gas station or or whatever. Yes, I have. Here's what I do. I've done this 50 times. And I used to do this a lot when I was uh, driving Lyft. And, and door dashing oh. because I, I, I was just, uh, I didn't have time to like get, I do this all the time. I, I've done this, like I said, mostly on the freeway it works, but I've done this on side streets. All right. Nice. You pull over. Okay. And the me- uh, not the median, but the emergency lane or whatever. You pull off, you're off the road. Okay. You pop the hood, right? Oh. You go around, you lift up the hood like you're inspecting oh. the engine. Oh, my my, I'm overheating, or my radiator, this, or what. You're looking at that while you're doing that. So now you're blocked yeah. from, from traffic that was going in the same direction. Yeah. All right, while you're doing that, you real quickly, with oh, one hand, you unzip, you, you unload, and then, and this, this part applies in any uh, public urinary context. Fellas, <laughs> you're n- prob- rarely are you going to get caught as long as you don't touch or look at the source. Oh, okay. So that makes a lot of while sense. The, while the hood is popped, <laughs> just kind of I, I prop open the hood. No, the, here's the thing. <laughs> With one hand, quickly, I unzip, and, and then I pee on my own front passenger tire. So I would pee, or sometimes right on the grill or the bumper. But so now both hands are free. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe both hands are, are propped up, like I'm also assisting in, in the uh, propping up of the hood. Okay. Or maybe both hands are on the bumper, like I'm spread out and looking right. and thinking. Humping, but, but, humping But the hood. point is, I right. don't have my hand Smart. on my business, and I'm not looking down at my business, but there just happens to be, <laughs> I just happen to be peeing. You, you, you psych them out. Man. That way, even, if, even if anybody saw you, which they're probably not, you're just a guy looking in his, in, under the hood. 
And it was, it was brilliant. That I've, is a brilliant move. I've peed I'm on my impressed. own car willingly a hundred times. Dude, I have peed. I mean, I don't want to get into where I peed. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, listen. Did I tell you about the landscaping stuff? Where you used to take poos? Yeah, a lot of times landscaping, you know, you're, you, you don't have access to a bathroom. Of course you don't. So you go out in the woods and you get creative and you figure it out. Um, but also, I, I'm just gonna—I'm not gonna say I've done this. I'm just gonna say that it's, a, it's a great technique. Um, okay. Like when you got a neighborhood when there's a ton of ton of houses, you know, little bitty lots, and one neighborhood has 200 homes. We used to have uh, uh, an account like that where we'd go to this one neighborhood and we'd stay all day. Mm-hmm. We'd cut like 30 30 yards in this one neighborhood. So we'd park the truck once and, and be there all day. Um, Underneath the front porch is a very secluded space to be. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no. You know what I mean? A traditional. Yes, I do. Like, if, if, like uh, a if, crevice. Yeah. Anybody that's got a porch, well, there's, there's an <laughs> area, a crawl space, bigger than a crawl space, but there's an area underneath a porch that is very secluded. And I'm just saying, if you're a landscaping customer who has a reputation for being a real asshole to, to the landscaping crew. Man. Uh, we we remember where the assholes live, and then sometimes you you go onto the front porch and you you, you leave them little Easter eggs. Just well, saying hypothetically. This, this podcast has been this is the grossest episode gross. we've ever done. All right. Oh boy. Gosh. I guess we should land this plane. Oh well, thank you, P Soul Sister. By the way, and yeah. reach out to me. Let's share where we pee. Yeah. I don't know. All right. There's one. <laughs> let's. Uh, I don't think we've done this uh, much, no, but let's so. let's ask you guys a question. Yes. Uh, call in next week and, and let us know some of the strangest places. Weirdest places you've you used peed. the restroom or like weirdest, you know, did you get caught? That would be something. Uh, imagine getting caught. Oh, well, and imagine. you're so vulnerable. Yes. Like if you're pooing, you're just, well, that's what I felt like. Like when I, because as a lady, yeah. I have to crouch. Mm-hmm. So that's hard because the leg placement you don't want to splash. Mm-hmm. That's always hard. Anyway, you're doing basically a very good exercise for yeah. your calves. And if somebody came, it, I would just, it'd be like, hi. Like, I'd have to finish. I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to move my legs and be embarrassed. Yeah. Could you imagine? I guess you just say sorry. <laughs> taking a duke in public. <laughs> yeah, so tell us. Tell us where you peed. Pooed. <laughs> Outside, where get, get creative. What is wrong with us? A lot, a lot. Oh my god, what a <laughs> stupid episode! So cute, though. I think it's cute and stupid, just mm-hmm. like you. Yum, 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 yum. We see any movies or anything this week? A lot of Bravermans. I've so been a lot of heavy into parenthood. the Parenthood. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. There's something missing. It's in my an heart. easy watch. Okay, it's, it's easy to digest. <laughs> well, that Christmas episode, uh-huh. I can watch that every day. I really could. I miss Christmas. I want it to be Christmas. Did we not see any movies this week? We watched a bunch last week. Last week we talked about the horrible uh, bondage Ooh, movies we watched. Whoops. Uh, yeah, we need to get into didn't movies. see anything this week. All right. Oh, oh um, I watched uh, Paris, Texas that, uh, on my uh, Harry Dean oh, Stanton yeah. kick. And, uh, man, maybe I'm not smart enough for arty movies, but uh, really? it's a Just... whole bunch of nothing. And I wanted to like it. Like, I went into it with a positive attitude. No, you're good at arty movies. Uh, you like, you're much more patient than me. Yeah, I, I, I like a good arty uh, slice of life movie every now and then. But this was really just a whole bunch of nothing. Huh. I don't know. And I'm sure it's above my head. But well, Do you have any word of mouth, boo? Well, that's the opposite word of mouth. Um, 
<laughs> well, I feel weird talking about this in such a stupid, disgusting, ridiculous episode. But uh, word of mouth this week, I've been listening to a ton of uh, Justin Towns Earl. Uh, people may know, passed away. Mm, Passed away uh, about a week ago. Thirty-eight years old. Still don't know the uh, cause of death. Still, still. I mean, it might be out there. I haven't looked, but uh, Mm. I think the speculation is either. uh, Well, I'm not even going to say that. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? knows? I'm Um, sorry, poor baby. uh, But uh, people who don't know, uh, incredible singer songwriter, uh, son of the legendary, kind of the godfather of modern alt country, Steve Earle. Uh, who I've been a fan of for years. I love Steve Earle. Steve Earle is amazing. Copperhead Road, Guitar Town, all the stuff he's done in the last, uh, recently. Anyway, uh, always really probably the godfather of modern alt country, uh, Steve Earle. But his son, Justin, uh, middle name Towns, named after maybe the original godfather of alt country, uh, Towns Van Zant, great Texas singer-songwriter. But anyway, Justin Towns Earle, a hell of a career. He's put out six, seven, eight albums. Um, and just really, I don't know, just really poetic, simple melodies and just acoustic, but just, just really nailed it. Um, I was listening to one of his songs the other day. It had, had a real Ryan Adams, Whiskey Town vibe. Oh. Uh, I'm not saying he's, you know, ripping him off or anything, but, but that, if you're into, you know, that, that sound, uh, Justin Towns Earl, uh, so talented and, uh, yeah, passed away last week at the age of 38. So I do that a lot. And I know, like, some music nerds, like, oh, you know, you're such a fan of this. You, you don't care about so-and-so until they die. But when, when an artist dies, that's, that's just a reminder. Like, what better, what better opportunity to stop and enjoy their work? Yeah. Of like, oh, okay. When John Prine died, I listened to him for, like, a month. That's yeah. all I listen to. And, uh, I remember. You know, some, some music nerds think that that's a, a hack route. But, like, no, I, I listen to these artists in general, but when one of them passes away, it's a chance to really... Like a tribute. Really like a, digest their, yeah. their catalog, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Justin Towns Earl. So if you like the, uh, the singer-songwriter, folky uh, country-type stuff, uh, boy, he nailed it. He did a great job, so... Rest in peace. So that's my uh, word of mouth this week. Uh, Boo, where can we find you on Instagram? KT Low Strandberg. Well, actually, at the letter K, the letter <laughs> T, L O W, Strandberg, like it sounds. Yeah. Get in there. I'm doing stories about renovation. <laughs> I'm at uh, underscore Dave Stone on uh, Instagram or uh, Dave Stone Comedy on Twitter. Uh, holler at me on Twitter. Uh, we got to get that. Uh, we got to get that Stoneberg's Twitter. Uh, popping off a yeah, little gotta more. We've got to get popping. Ma- with maybe this. we social actually needs. have to do something. I'm not yeah. good at social media. So <laughs> you we, are very good at Twitter. I'm horrible at Twitter. I may, like the uh, uh, Instagram. I like pictures. Yeah. All right. Uh, y'all have a great week. Stay sane. Stay yeah. safe. Stay healthy. Wear a mask. Tell us where you peed and pooed. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.
Sing. 